Hi folks, my name is Girish Bally, the host for Back to Basics, another Back to Basics for another week. Today we're going to talk about technology innovations and how it's kind of changed in the world of hospitality, the hotels, the buildings, and all the architectural stuff that we're going to talk about. But there's one thing that we do know that it changes every time. Even today, when I'm talking right now, I bet you 110% it'll be obsolete. But you know what? We all have to catch up to learn new stuff. And that's what we're trying to do today. And these are the words that we're going to be using on this show. And we have just on, on the call today an amazing person to chat with, hang out with, have a beer with. But he's a great person to uh, talk to, for sure. So let's bring him on the show and let's talk to him and and find out all the details of what he does and what he does not do when it comes to hospitality and technology. Just how are you? And thanks for coming to Back to Basics. Great. I'm doing well, Girish. Thank you very much. Uh, appreciate you having me on here. Yeah, thank you. Thank you again. Uh, we, we chatted many, many times even before today. Uh, and uh, you are definitely a great person to chat with for sure. And uh, that's not a lie at all. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for that. So just before we get into the call and before we talk about all the stuff we're going to talk about today, what does back to basic mean to you? Uh, you know, it's a little bit about what we were talking a few minutes ago pre-show, and that is uh, getting back to your inner self, right? What, what's um, starting from what's important to you uh, so that you can kind of define and hone what it is that you're going to put out there into the world. Mm. Um, and so you you can't help anyone or sell anyone or do any of those things if you haven't done the first to yourself, right? You have mm. to sell yourself to yourself. You have to know what you're talking about, what you want to talk about, what drives you. That's mm. back to basics to me. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you again. And uh, thank you again for coming on the show. And thank, thank you for explaining that. You know, we're talking about technology here, okay? Uh, healthcare has definitely taken over uh, regarding health, uh, you know, uh, technology. But on the hospitality uh, side of things, the hotel side of things, the building and the architecture and all that fun stuff, how has that changed over the years? I mean, you've seen a drastic change, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, you know, a little bit about my background quickly is. Um, even though I've been in hospitality for a number of years, I've been pretty focused in one area of hospitality. I worked with spas, wellness centers, fitness centers within hotels and resorts. Um, and so that's going to color my conversation a little bit, right? I'm going to have sure. a, a certain perspective. Um, I wasn't necessarily working, say, in the finance area of hospitality or in the rooms division of hospitality or those types of things. but all of the years, and I've been doing this for 36 years, so all of that time I've been exposed to a lot of different perspectives and a lot of different changes. Um, hospitality is an interesting industry, especially if we're talking about hotels and resorts, in that traditionally they're slow to adopt uh, things like new technology. So they, and, and there's a reason for that. They have um, these legacy systems that they've developed over time and they started analog. And so it's very difficult sometimes to move from analog to a digital version. Um, there's a lot of pitfalls and also you have a lot of moving parts, especially with some of these bigger brands, the, the Marriott's, the Starwoods when they existed, uh, things like that. So, uh, you know, the, the adoption cycle is not, uh, 
as adept as some other industries maybe. Um, but like other industries, what drives that adoption, what drives that, uh, um, you know, uh, development of these new technologies and adoption of these new technologies is need. And so uh, as the rest of the world has changed around the hospitality industry, they've had to quickly ramp up to catch up. And especially in current times, when you talk about, um, you know, even going back to 9-11, so 2001, there was a huge uh, impact on hospitality when that tragedy occurred and, and it sort of had global ramifications. Then again, in 2008, 2010, when we had the downturn globally, um, that just about killed our industry for a little while because, you know, nobody was really um, doing any kind of leisure travel and most of the business travel was cut down. Um, you know, everybody was kind of hurting. Uh, and then now we've got this uh, pandemic issue the last couple of years, which done it again. Each time that happens, um, industries have to pivot and hospitality specifically has to pivot. And what happens then is they need to find shortcuts and uh, other ways to do things that um, go against the tradition or the legacy systems. Uh, you know, the, uh, thank you again, by the way. You know, sure. uh, what I've noticed uh, over the years that even a, yes, we're going through this pandemic and I think we're kind of post it kind of, and we're still in it kind of, right? But we're still learning uh, new things to not touch the door handle or right. uh, sanitize or whatever, and it automatically opens up, right? And it seems like uh, people like Marriott and some other hotels, and I'm, uh, you know, um, it seems like they're going to be putting a lot of capital onto the IoT devices and and uh, AI uh, automation. So do they you are, think yeah. this is the new thing now that we're going to be start implementing new things like these? Yeah, I think everything's cyclical, right? And and also there are um, degrees to all of this. So without a doubt, even before the pandemic, the hotels, uh, hotel chains specifically, had already started adopting a lot of um, technology that other industries were already using. So, for example, the airlines, their booking systems that they've used for decades were far more advanced than hotel booking systems. Right. And hotels caught up with the airlines to do things like um, revenue management where, where you're, um, you know, having um, dynamic pricing that changes from moment to moment. You know, if, if I buy a plane ticket and you buy a plane ticket and we're going leaving the same destination, going the same place, we pay wildly different prices. It all depends on where you bought it, when you bought it, what your level of, um, you know, membership you're in and that sort of thing. Hotels adopted that. Um, you know, a couple decades ago, really, but it, they've developed it more and more over time. Well, the other thing that's happened is when you are tracking all of those things in an analog fashion or with old fashioned technology, it becomes a uh, distraction and, and kind of an inhibitor to growth. So you started to see, um, especially with things like no code and, and more simplified um, technology, you started to see a lot more tools come into the space for things as as uh, mundane as revenue management. On top of that, uh, we're in a digital age. You know whether you're um, 
part of the greatest generation or your generation X or you're a millennial or whatever, all of us have some degree of technology that we're comfortable with and it continues to grow. And so when people come to these hotels, they're starting to look for things like that, right? If I want to go to a hotel, uh, back in the day, you might rent a movie, for example, on their little in-house channel. That's not the way anymore. Now I want to carry all of my things with me. I want to get on my own Netflix account. I want to get uh, my own workouts, right? Uh, and so the hotels have had to adopt those technologies as well, all of the consumer things, the ability for me to go into that hotel and log into my own um, services and uh, all of those types of things. Then you had the, the pandemic and you started seeing things like touchless check-in. Um, to your point, you know, opening the doors. If, if A lot of the chains um, over the last, I don't know, maybe 18 months or so, when you go in the room, there are stickers everywhere talking about how they've sanitized that room. That's well, right. on the yeah. technology side of that, a lot of rooms are introducing uh, air filters, air purifiers, things like that, um, blue light sensors, all, all this type of thing. So I think the the society is driving the adoption of technology everywhere and specifically in relation to hotels and resorts. Um, it's a very high touch industry. So all of those things are coming into play. Of course, just thank you. Thank you again for explaining all that. And, and, and it's great history too. And people should understand that where this whole kind of started, but I, I think it's more visible now because I think we're in this pandemic and I think it's more there, but it's been there for years, right? So uh, that's a good point that you have made. You know, the now I'm going to go a little to the to the bad side, right? Uh, the bad yeah. side is that uh, many, many years ago when, when I decided uh, that I'm not going to have cable TV anymore, right? And I went through online uh, streaming services, right? And this was years ago. This was way years ago. Uh, so which means I had Netflix and I had some Prime and some few other stuff in there, right? Back in the days. Today is a little different. Now we got more options than what we used to, right? But then I realized that when we had no power, then it wouldn't work. When we had no internet, then it would not work. And I think now we're living in a stage uh, that we need to have backups, right? Yeah. So, so these are the two things that I think we should all focus on is internet service, uh, you know, the uh, the fiber service that we're going to have, plus the power. Now, do you think we should be investing on that also and backup also? And I'm, I'm talking from the industry point of view, but then obviously from the consumer also. So what are your thoughts on that part? Yeah, sure. I, I mean, I think um, so a couple of things earlier, I mentioned things are cyclical, right? So at the end of the day, um, Technology is fantastic. It's great. It provides us a lot of things. But there is a, there's going to be a certain backlash, right? And we see that already in hospitality. There are a lot of new brands. There's a lot of old brands that are doing new product. So, uh, for example, you might have a um, Ritz-Carlton Reserve in Mexico that is largely off-grid, right? They, they have the ability to have all of these technologies we're talking about, but they create a very analog experience so that people can disconnect, right? Because we're all connected all the time. So there, there's going to be that track where there's going to be a lot of experiences 
um, in remote areas where you actively choose to stay there because you're completely disconnected. You don't have all of that. You don't have the internet and all of these things, right? So that's one track. And then to your point, on the other end, business hotels, right? You're flying into you know these top tier cities, uh, you know, in New York, Paris, or London, um, and you're needing all of that to be stable and reliable and, and have access to everything that you need. And with the issues that we have with the grid globally and, and all of these kind of power issues, yeah, I think I think something that um, that you said resonates, which is having the backup, having something to keep you connected and online is important. I don't know that the hospitality industry has done anything about that or is doing anything about that, at least not on a, a global scale. But you think of things like, uh, like Elon Musk's batteries, right? Um, his kind of endeavors into that realm, that's, that's what you're talking about. And that is something that's probably needed. But again, going back to what I said in the beginning, hospitality is a little bit slow to adopt. So you're probably going to see um, places before that adopting it well before hotels and resorts. I'll give you a good example. Um, you know, more than a decade ago, Whole Foods started in an endeavor before they were purchased by Amazon, where they were uh, putting solar panels on their stores. Their stores had incredible amount of rooftop surface. They started putting solar panels up there. It was more than a decade later before any hotels even thought of doing something like that. And so I think you'll just kind of see that the more innovative um, and the more hungry industries will adopt the things that you were talking about in this, this infrastructure of stabilizing the internet and stabilizing the power. And then you'll see the hotels somewhere down the line uh, realize, oh, we should have done that years ago. We'll, we'll start doing that. Yeah, just thank you. Thank you again. You know, like years ago in uh, New Jersey, we, we had a hurricane and we were out for at least seven to 10 days or even more, depending on which area you're in to get power back, right? There, so me and my uh, uh, co-workers, we were talking about, you know, phone lines being down, internet being down, I could not do anything. And you know what he actually said? He said is that his phone line is working, was working, and ever. You know why? Because he had a copper line. Mm -hmm. So copper means that it's analog, right? right? So now you're going from analog to digital, and I think we're going away from the analog side of things so is that a good thing or is that a bad thing or do we because you know i think this is the year or next year i think all the the telecoms will be disconnecting all copper lines and they'll go digital completely so what are your thoughts on that part yeah i don't think uh i don't look at things as good or bad there's a lot of gray um i think it's just a natural evolution you know, hard lines are expensive. They're expensive to maintain. They're expensive to lie, um, to put in place. But so is digital. Digital is expensive too. So, I, you know, I don't know. Um, I don't think there's a way to put that genie back in the bottle. Uh, most people, again, if, if, if I have a choice between an analog line in my house or my mobile phone, I'm going to take my mobile phone. It's more, it's more convenient. It's easier to use. I'm already addicted to it. I'm not thinking about that disaster period, but when the disaster hits and I don't have that analog line, now I lament that. So, um, 
you know, it's it's fixing a, a roof during the rain kind of scenario. You know, you don't you don't plan for fixing your roof ahead of time, and and then when you need it, it's not there. So, who knows? Maybe there'll be some kind of hybrid that that comes about. Again, that's the nature of technology, right? The technology is about solving issues and and um, creating I mean, enhancements for our lives. I mean, with all these uh, disasters, I think there's one thing that we're definitely learned is how to improve for the next uh, yeah. thing, right? Yeah. And I think for 9-11, we have learned a lot that we need to have backups in all different places instead of that with just one area. And then I think when the hurricane came, then we need to decide that we need uh, a generator in the house. And, and that's another thing that we uh, invest on, right? So I think we just keep on learning when it, when it comes to these things. And hopefully I'll learn some other new things whenever I have something going on around uh, my home area. So so th this is more on the hospitality uh, side of things, but in the housing side, has that changed also the similar way or something different? In in housing? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can speak a little bit to that from from both angles. Um, you know, I've bought and sold many houses. So we, we sometimes do that as a little side hustle as well. Um, certainly, we see an appreciation. I don't know if there's a direct value, but we see an appreciation for things like um, smart thermostats, a door camera, doorbell camera, that kind of thing. Um, you know, we I, I'm in Kansas City, so we have Google Fiber. So um, when we purchase a house, if we're going to rent it or flip it or, or um, you know, rehab it, if we can get Google Fiber in there before we put it on the market, we do. And that is a selling point. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of um, those things. And then from a, a, an, uh, an area I'm more related to, we've been doing a lot of residential wellness, um, whether that's in apartment complexes or uh, retirement communities or pre-developed communities or even in just high-end homes. Um, I've been doing a lot of work in that area. And well, wellness is can definitely be analog and, and probably some of the best portions of wellness or the best elements of wellness are analog. They're, they're high touch and they're not necessarily technology driven. There are many, many elements of technology that also fit into that. And so I see residentially, yeah, um, you know, the, the internet connectivity is huge, but the ability to kind of uh, IoT, right, all the internet of things in your home and having things connected and all those conveniences. Yeah. I don't see that stopping anytime soon. Yeah. I think I, IOT is definitely here to stay. And I think we're just learning and this is just the literally just the tip of it. And I think we're just going to get even more uh, on that. So thank you again, just for explaining all the stuff that we've talked about today and the innovating stuff and technology stuff. Now, just one last question, if you don't mind is, sure. What do you think the next five years is looking? I mean, we, I think we've done so much and learning so much out of this whole technology stuff. And uh, that's everyone to decide if it is a good thing or a bad thing, but that's more of a new pivot over to a new idea. So what are your thoughts on the next five years, you think? Uh, personally, I think we're headed into, or maybe already have started into the technology hangover. And I'm a technophile. I love technology. I always have, you know, since I was a kid. But um, it's all too much, right? And there, there's so many um, 
I don't know if I call them negatives, but there, there are, there's a lot of, of grime and texture to technology these days, right? There's a, it's a tremendous asset for all of our lives. It improves many things, but there's also all of the, the CD side to it, you know, the misinformation, um, the constant connection, all of the social aspects. And so what I think is going to happen is we're going to begin to develop this foundation, right? A platform of technology that's sort of the safety net, the things that you've talked about, the reliable internet, the reliable power, all of the conveniences that come in. But above that, I think we're going to start seeing a lot of AR, right? Augmented reality, a lot of things that involve real life mixed with technology. And sometimes, like I said earlier, a ways to just disconnect altogether. Um, I don't even realize it, but when I go hiking somewhere, I'm, I'm from New Mexico. I go back there often. I have a house there. And if I'm hiking in the Sandias or, or, you know, up North, I don't have any service. Um, and I usually have my phone just to take pictures and things, but there have been many times where, uh, I've just forgot that I had the phone and I can't tell you how vibrant I feel afterward. So, uh, it's hard when we're in the midst of it, like what we're doing right now, this is all based on technology and I have all my tech around me. Uh, but when I'm forced to take a break from that, it's really energizing. And so I think over the next five years, people are going to start to find their way of, uh, balancing all of this. You know, we can't leave technology. It runs the world. Um, but, but we can take our little respites from it here and there. Yeah, so that's absolutely. what I, see. I I totally agree with exactly what you're saying. We uh, there's no there's no positive and negative. I think it's more of a pivot over to learn new stuff, and I think that's just what the world is uh, now. Uh, you know, you like it or dislike it. That's uh, up to you to decide. And if you want to live in the wilderness and and there's no connectivity, that's also an option. Also, uh, but you know what? We we all have to just adapt, and I think that's what we're trying to do here and trying to explain to people that. Technology is definitely here to stay if you like it or don't. Yeah, uh, it is definitely helping us uh, in many different ways. Uh, so it's helping me many, many ways uh, that you cannot imagine. So thank you again, Jess, for, for being here. But before you leave, how is your journey on Back to Basics? And do you have any last words to all my viewers and my listeners today? You know, it's it's been great. It's been great. Uh, pre-conversation uh, and and during this interview I, I like the way that you approach things um, I've watched the show before um, I love too that you're very free form I mean I'm not I'm not necessarily a tech guy I am but I don't do that for a living it's not my profession but I do have a lot of insight and I've had a lot of experience with it and so for you to be able to look at what somebody is, what they do for a living or what their background is and pull out something um, that matches what they can talk about, but maybe not necessarily their exact industry. I think that's fantastic. It shows a lot of insight on your part. So yeah, I, I appreciate being on the show and, and uh, I look forward to seeing everybody who comes after me. Yeah, thank you. Thank you again. And people will be definitely after you uh, for sure. Uh, I know I'm going to be following you and uh, uh, we have a lot to talk about even after when we're done here. So thank you again for all the support that you've given me on my small podcast and all the stuff that we've discussed. I uh, hope we've done our diligence to give as many inform information about 
the new adaptation of uh, technology. So thank you again, just for, for being here. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Have a, have a great end of your week and everybody else who's watching. Yeah, thank you. So guys, we spoke with just today and we talked about the basics of adaptation of technology and how it changes our lives. Now that's you to judge that if it is a good thing or a bad thing, but we can only try our best to give as much information of how it's changed over the world uh, around us. And even from a consumer all the way down to hospitality and hotels and wellnesses and all the other fun stuff that we talked about today. Now, as usual, as always, there is a quote of the day, and hopefully my guest will uh, like the quote of the day today. Innovation is the outcome of a habit, not a random act. Now, definitely that is true. That's what we talked about today. Please do understand that, that we're just here to help out and make you aware that this is a, a new thing, or I should say an old thing, according to Just, right? So we'll talk about that later on the next episode of Back to Basics. But what do we always say at the end of the episode? Everything in life goes back to basics, and that's what we did today, guys. Guys, take care. God bless. Keep on commenting on all the episodes, including today, because it does help me in many different ways with your help and your love and your support. And there are three things, including this episode and every episode makes it a hit for me, which is a content, the guest, and definitely the host. Guys, take care. God bless. And I will see you next week on Back to Basics. Take care. God bless. Next week's episode on Back like to that. I mean, it's just used across all parts of your life. And I think that yeah, simplifies it. Definitely, definitely. I mean, from a consumer point of view, whatever makes your life easier, I think that should be the name of the game. Uh, obviously, I mean, this is just my two cents. Everyone's thought process is different, but don't go overboard when it comes to automation for your home. Do as much as you can to make your life uh, simple. Uh, so thank you again, uh, Jose, for explaining that. From the business side, before we get into the business side, there is a question that someone is asking, how do we get into automation as a career? I mean, what are your thoughts?